0: All right, everybody, hey. hello. Hey. Welcome back to another episode of Why Is That the Norm? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And this is the show where we look at all those things around us that we take for granted and we ask, who did that? Yeah. Why is it that way? Why and do we
1: always keep walking in that path?
0: And could it be another way? It
1: always can be another way. But okay, so yeah. The there's always an option. Yes. Yeah, but it, it's also why is why is that yeah. the way that we The why is it? the interesting. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan, how are you? I'm doing well. Um, I love that we're doing this like mystery recording podcast because usually like the norm is that we meet up over the weekend right uh we we chit chat for a bit and then but i like this idea of like Ooh, maybe we're underground, maybe we're, gonna, we're not.
0: We're just going to do it out of the blue. Yeah. Just, just like, suddenly we're podcasting. And then, ooh. It's, it's like, like uh, do, you, do you remember this ad back, I want to say in the 90s? Maybe it was later, though, where uh, there's a man in a robe, like a blue checkered robe eating cereal, and his arm is in a cast, and suddenly someone runs into the room yelling like, Get up! Get up! Come on! Let's go! And jumps on his back and makes him piggyback, carry him outside the house. No, but... You uh, painted
1: such a vivid picture. It is in my head now that I'm just watching it over and over again.
0: Excellent. And then uh, it says, you wouldn't treat a person like this. Why would you treat your car like this? The, oh, whole thing, the whole thing. The whole thing is about, like, do, do your car maintenance. I'm sure it was an ad for some car maintenance company. Yeah. But it's like, listen to your car. It might be sick. What was the point of that? Was, I don't know. Uh, I don't... Oh, it was that. That's that's us doing this, this podcast. podcast. Okay. Yeah. So we haven't done any maintenance. We're not. We're not right. ready to go. We're just doing it because. W- why should there be such a lead up? Maybe yeah. it'll be better this way. I don't yeah. know. I don't know either. I'm, not, I'm not, I don't have <laughs> a good feeling about it. But I'm down to figure it out. Yeah, we'll get it. Well before we uh get into it, do you have any non spoilery thoughts about our topic today?
1: uh yes, so I feel that when I come over here to your mm-hmm. household, I have to uh find a specific Zen in my body
0: oh interesting um
1: to be able to partake in our topic mm-hmm. because in my head there's a norm, sure, and it does not fit when we're here right and I appreciate that, and I will uh, excellent. You know, uh, to not give anything away, it kind of burns me up a little bit inside. Mm,
0: okay, a little hinty. But we'll f- we'll flesh it out. That's a little hinty. Yeah, All right that's good you did a good job but uh, yeah I'm, I'm excited that we're taking something for once that is near and dear and deeply ingrained into your personal life
1: yeah my personal life and society especially with the calendar well, you know, changing so, and we've, stuff
0: we've already uh we've already learned many times on the show that society is is not a fair word because no there, it's not there's no one society no. and uh something we look forward to exploring with everybody great well unless there's anything else no let's get to it let's do it we'll be right back
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Jessica Hinkin. I'm Laura Wexler, and we're the hosts of the Stoop Storytelling Series podcast. We are a podcast in which you can hear true personal stories that are... Sad. Happy. Funny. Itchy. There's no itchy stories. Why did you say sad twice? Because we gravitate towards sadness. That's not true. It's very fun. You can download us on... StoopStorytelling.com or iTunes. And you can also find us at the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.
0: All right, everybody. Hello and welcome back. You're listening to another episode of Why Is That the Norm? And uh, today we're covering a very timely topic. Yeah. I think the season is finally upon us. Maybe it's going to stick this time. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Not have
1: a, a a bit of snow, Midway yeah. through a, a spring day, although
0: it is hard to tell here in Baltimore. Yeah, but it's it's getting warm out. Mm-hmm. Daylight savings time is hopefully slowly burning its way out of our our bodies and our circadian rhythms, and it's time to fire up the grill and get out there, cook outdoors the way it was done in the paleo era. Maybe, maybe. I'm never sure about that. Yeah with the uh, the whole paleo thing. Can we sidebar on that for a yeah, second? Yeah, we could sidebar. It doesn't make sense to me.
1: Because, Just eating meat and potatoes.
0: Uh, honestly, eating meat and potatoes makes perfect sense. Okay, justifying it by saying this is how cave people ate or early hominids ate uh, i don't see anybody backing that up
1: well i don't see anyone backing that up but also like it's not like they lasted very long on this earth so that must not have been a great diet that's
0: a great point i mean depending on whose definition of paleo we're looking at right this is a hunter-gatherer diet i guess which meant they just ate whatever they ran across and that's all they did all the time was look for food because they didn't know how to grow food right so they just looked for food until they got eaten by something or killed by somebody else. They became or, food, but beca- yeah, became food or were diseased right. because they didn't. They also didn't know how to clean themselves. Correct. It sounds like a nightmare.
1: Yeah, no, I wouldn't be
0: a part of it. Yeah, so yeah, let's let's start at the top there. Okay, this is something that is a norm that I think we can all agree with. Wash your hands yeah. before handling food.
1: A hundred percent, and then even after handling food, like you still need to wash your hands. Yeah. I have
0: a. That's a great point. I have a. Uh, I would
1: consider a little OCD with that. Like, mm. if, if food touches a table in any way, mm-hmm. I'm like, no, 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 no.
0: Now, that's interesting. So, is that true of things that you're going to cook before you cook them? Yes. Even over open flame? Uh, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Like, any any anything that touches a table, to a countertop, like, it'd be different if it was, like, a, a, a plate... Yeah, or a, of course. a chopping board because
0: at, at, you expect at, those to be right. food food safe.
1: But also the idea of I know that the plate I'm pulling from mm. is clean because right. I've done the dishes. That countertop maybe not often enough is cleaned. Yeah. So like specifically at my house, we just had the foyer ceiling redone because mm-hmm. of some pipe issues, and so there was a lot of dust that settled. Yeah everywhere absolutely and so at that point i'm like mm, i'm still not even sure that this countertop is clean so huh yeah
0: yeah that's interesting because of course most things that would be bad for your body we think of bacteria right. viruses like living organisms for some definition of living that are going to hijack your body and make you sick right and the reason that meat has recommended cooking temperatures for example is because that's the the level at which most of those diseases were worried about are gonna just curl up and die. They're they're gone. You you get your meat to an internal temperature of what is it like one seventy five yeah. for steaks, something like that, then in anything any salmonella in there is going to to, to be unviable. Right. It's not gonna live in your body. But ceiling dust in which you know, I don't know what what your house is like. I could have lead paint or asbestos yeah. in there or, or things that aren't known as toxins now, but might be discovered to be horrifically yeah, cancer causing yeah. in the next few decades. That's a great point. So I guess if you uh, well, let me let me pose a, okay. um, a hypothetical for yes. you. So we're supposed to be talking about grilling and I apologize. Here's a hypothetical. You're out camping. Okay, Could be in a cabin, could be a tent, doesn't right. matter. There is a roaring fire going mm-hmm. and folks are making s'mores. Uh, folks are making hot dogs. Mm-hmm. You go to put a hot dog on a skewer. Okay. And is let's, it a let's stick assume, or is it a skewer? Let's assume it's a skewer and, okay. that, it, and that it's new, just okay. to like, remove question okay. about this. And as you're walking towards the fire, mm-hmm. there's a root, you kind of trip a little bit mm-hmm. and you feel the, the skewer, because they're long, they're mm-hmm. metal, bendy, you feel it dip towards the ground, but you're not sure if it actually touched the ground. Okay, Well, where are you at on that? Would you still cook that? Um, like, or And what would be between you and deciding right, to cook that? So
1: it? there are two things here. Uh, one, am I by myself?
0: No, you're uh, at a campfire okay. with so at, family at and some, or friends.
1: S- someone in my family is going to say, that's fine, I'll eat it. So like, I'm ah, good okay. there. So I'm good there. If it's just me... If mm-hmm. I can look at the hot Or let's dog, say
0: that you're with vegetarians and they would not eat it. Okay. Yeah.
1: If I look at it and I can see that there's no dust or dirt on it, because if you are outside, most likely you're around a very dark yeah, uh, colored ground that's going to pick up something. You'll right. know that it hit it. Mm-hmm. So if I don't see anything, I think I'm good. But also if I'm worried about it just being the tip, I'll cut
0: it off. Oh, you would just go and ahead I and snip snip that, that out yeah, of there. Out. Yeah, what what do you think your threshold would be? I know this is hard because we're not in the situation, yeah. but like typically when you're you're cooking outside, I would say it's it's nighttime right. and like we're talking very low light. Right. Campfire light is, you know, only of a certain mm-hmm. color. Okay. Uh, so, so so if it's hard to tell,
1: yeah. I would say that if it's If it is now, I love the the hypothetical where it's like, we're just going to keep adding onion layers to this. Mm -hmm. Uh, If I am in a camping ground with vegans where I don't, or vegetarians, vegetarians, where I don't know exactly if I'm, you know, going to be able to
0: like pawn that off on someone else. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: also be able to see it because of the lighting. Uh, I would say that hot dogs, like many sausage-like products, mm-hmm. are in a casing. Oh, so yeah. uh, if you just burn the hell out of it, mm-hmm. where it's got that crispy, blackened, right. when you when you chip that all away, mm-hmm. the inside is juicy and warm, right. I'm good.
0: So you essentially create a hard shell that you can peel away. Peel away. Yeah, all right. I like that. A lot of practical ideas there. Yeah. But yeah, so our topic is grilling. Yes. And uh, it's very
1: different here in this household.
0: Uh, it is. That's absolutely yeah. true. So uh, I'm vegetarian. My wife is vegetarian, uh, producer Amy, yep. and we do also own a grill, which many people are surprised by because if you're cooking outdoors, what are you cooking? Which I, as, as much as I have,
1: many parties that have been here, the grill has been used. It's been wonderful. Mm. The one thing I always forget when I'm here is like, oh, that's right. No meat is the idea that I love a piece of corn. Mm-hmm. with as much butter in it wrapped in aluminum foil yeah. put in the grill and then just cooked
0: yeah and don't forget your weird spices right we yeah. love to take that and like fill it up with cumin yeah. always good for like sort of a mexican food flavor uh throw some paprika some spices maybe some uh curry mm-hmm. so that's a nice like it's kind of more of a yeah. rare like indian food flavor yeah like yeah, it's i
1: i've never questioned why anybody has a grill because you can you, can you can grill so many you can things. Grill so many things. Yeah. Uh, if you want to have that one time where like you, you, your stoves out or you just want to have that rustic feel of like Mm -hmm. a grill and you want to do the jiffy pop, you know, you can do it out there on the the um, flames so yeah i i never question anybody's reasoning for a grill but i do feel like the norm is every house that you mm-hmm. live in should have a grill and i think thank you to george foreman for allowing us to always have some sort of grill yeah because of
0: him well and that that's an interesting thing to bring up so the george foreman grill i think has made itself a norm it has yes. wormed its way into our society but i think there are plenty of people that would argue that a george foreman grill is not a grill so it's it's an electric griddle
1: yeah they would that's interesting that you say that because we recently had a an electric grill that they bought off of QVC that works really well it's like mm-hmm. it's in the back porch they can cook in, like inside if it's cold but it's there and what it does is it like heats up this metal plate yep. that then shines up onto the the grill part mm-hmm. and then it cooks the food it's really wonderful yeah uh but what happens is if you don't clean the uh clean it as often as possible mm. it the everything starts caking on crisping there. on there really and, like, yeah. and, and then uh you we had to get rid of it oh, boy. so yeah. uh, george foreman just created a indoor outdoor george foreman by grown. hand he by hand he like actually came to the house and yep. said these are my sons george 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 and george mm-hmm. uh and, and daughter george and, and no i think it's George, George, is it George? Yep. Okay, there you go. I knew like I didn't. I thought he had like a fun
0: fact. He said a Norman did not deviate. Did, yep,
1: no, that's good. But we 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 haven't used it yet. But okay. it it's still it's like a large George Foreman. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I feel like they do the the exact same thing. Well, can I you ask get, you how it yes. operates? It's plug. It's
0: electric. It's electric. Yes, yeah, so okay. Plug it in. And I think for me, that's where that is where I draw the line. Like, and something that's electric is is. At best, it's like a hot plate, okay. and it might have interesting shapes to it yeah. that that can manipulate how things are cooked. But um, well, I mean, may we can we can we break this down a little bit? So yeah. there there are electric grills, certainly like the George Foreman indoor grill. There are charcoal grills, which yes. um and and it's called a charcoal grill, but you can technically put anything in there. And lots of people burn wood in those yeah. grills. I, I would count a smoker in this, okay. but like that's the sort of on the edge. I feel like that's sort of specialized cooking. And then there are the uh, gas-powered grills, right. the the kerosene butane? No, that's a King of the Hill thing. That is a King of the Hill thing. He probably had a grill that ran It was propane. Butane, though. Oh, was it? Pro- it was. Pro- it, it, yeah, he was the propane. Propane
1: and propane accessories. Yeah. yeah. It's a good Hank Hill.
0: Was it? Yeah. Thank you. Butane is in lighters. Yes. Which is uh, a different thing. Burns mm-hmm. hotter. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't really want yeah, that in don't a grill. Want that. Yeah, you want to have some control. Propane, I guess, is the only one. Yeah. That's pretty much the grill gas that I'm familiar with, although I'm sure there are others. Probably. And uh, to me, those actually all produce very different food. So we have a propane grill Mm -hmm. here because it's it's very easy, like Mm. other than trying to keep the the thing from rusting and exploding the kerosene tank, uh, you can pretty much just like walk outside on the first warm day. Yank the cover off that thing, fire it up to burn out whatever is in there spiders, and scrape it down and start cooking. Whereas charcoal had some effort you yeah. know that's like get out your boy scout tactics, make your little mound of briquettes uh spray it down with toxic chemicals and and get that fire going. Yeah. However, a good charcoal really good. grilled food like. Yeah yeah solid flavor you get that that like taste of smoky but not just, yeah. not just smoke like smoky wood yeah and then for me like electric is on the other side i'm you know i'm like why well i know why i wouldn't microwave but to me like electric electric grilling is to those other methods as like microwaving yeah. is to grilling i mean you,
1: you also get into the idea of is a grill just something with what would be considered a grill so the slots that you sit things on. Right, yeah. So, like, like it, at it, its barest right. form. <laughs> it's like, is that the only thing you need? Because at that point, everything that you mentioned is sort of a a grill. So, you, people, most, most people say, like, you can look past the flavoring because it has the look that it was on a grill. So, you, your mind yeah. makes it feel like it's on the grill. Mm-hmm. So,
0: I, I find that like that that goes against my norms, okay. which I yeah I find very interesting okay. to think about.
1: I mean, there's so many the the convenience of an electric grill is mm-hmm. much easier than the the work that you put in for oh, yeah. a smoker a, a charcoal or a, a propane grill. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the idea of the fa- the, the idea that you uh, put all that work into something to then cook meat. Or if anything, any food. Any food, basically yeah. food, meat. You're like that's where the reward is, right? So, uh, my dad also has a smoker, but that takes like forty five minutes to an hour to heat up, right? And then, like, then it's a slow cook, and you're mm-hmm. just trying to get all that goodness in. Um, and then you look at a uh, a charcoal grill where some people actually have that uh, case that that uh, cylinder that they put all the charcoal oh, yeah. in to warm it up and then drop it in, right? Um, to like sort of keep them together, mm-hmm. but I I always have fond memories of grills. There was always like charcoal grills, or... no, actually gas grill. Um, oh, okay. I don't yeah. think I I I could be wrong, but I always remember just being raised on. Gas grills and like mm-hmm. having friends and stuff that did the charcoal because they liked the, the the taste and the, the work yeah. into it. So it's always good for like, a
0: special occasion. Like you go. I, I've always liked that some parks have these in them. Just like these, you know. Big, oh yeah, the big standing yeah. metal uh, things with the, the grill that are completely rusted. Oh, they're disgusting. Yeah, like yeah. I
1: don't know how anyone uses those. That's a great Uh, point.
0: You would probably never never. eat food off of one of those. Uh, I
1: do know uh, at work we have a Mm. a work retreat and we're always in a park and I hate it for two reasons. One, it's always so hot and two, there's always bugs and I'm just like like one time this the park ranger came in and said all right well hopefully everybody talked about how to search and remove ticks oh boy that's an issue and then i'm sitting there like legs up right. like i don't i don't want to be here anymore mm-hmm. and i know that they, they're in trees so they could just fall down i'm just yeah. miserable
0: i think a lot of them do come from trees but uh uh
1: our our music teacher charles actually mm. uh charcoal's using those, mach- those things, that are yeah, there. Yeah. but he wraps the grates in aluminum foil. That, see,
0: that that's how you have to do it. Either that or like you bring your own. Right. Because there, there are those uh, grill utilities for things that fall apart. Right. So like grilling asparagus, uh, they'll make little baskets that right. you can close things in. And you can use those baskets for for meat, meat as yeah. well. Uh, which is, yeah, something we, we haven't talked about, I think, um, in in our usual, which is to write down what our show is going to be about right. and then break that norm and not do that show. Uh, We didn't talk a lot about what you grill instead of meat. And we've talked about vegetables uh, and and grilled vegetables are great. Uh, One of my the first time I learned that I like Brussels sprouts was because they were sliced up. Uh, olive oil, salt, pepper, and grilled a- in aluminum foil. And oh, my God.
1: I wish that my first experience with Brussels sprouts were that. Mm-hmm. You know, because everybody's like, ooh, Brussels sprouts. But I'm like, you bake or fry yep. any Brussels sprout and have a good sauce, like a buttery sauce yeah, to get, it.
0: Especially, yeah, if it's a little bit salty yeah. and then you get that crispiness in the, uh, God, in the Brussels yeah. sprout. Very good.
1: When they're on a menu at a restaurant, I am in heaven. Thank mm-hmm. God. Hamden yes. is the place to go. Golden West and Wicked Sisters. Oh, right, uh, the new spot. Yeah, the new spot has uh, really good uh, Brussels sprouts.
0: That's cool. Yeah. Well, good. They're coming for, coming for Golden West then. Yeah. Uh, but none of those things are uh, meat-like, right? They don't provide protein. I okay, can...
1: so your definition of meat-like is anything that produces or gives you protein.
0: I will say that is one thing that meat provides. If we want to go down the road of describing meat, like it's going to, it's going to be a long walk with a lot of layers, just like like the hot dog. For me,
1: for me, I, I, I just, I appreciate vegetarians Mm. and vegans and wanting to have the same things that we do, Mm -hmm. but please don't call it bratwurst. Like that's not what a bratwurst is. I understand that.
0: But I, I, at the same time, I'll defend it. Like I'm not going to condemn that because, because what they have is a marketing problem. We have a society that is obsessed with meat and America actually now less so than we used to be. You try going somewhere like China, where a lot of the folks there that have money to buy meat now didn't have that in the previous generation. Mm-hmm. They are meat obsessed. And so they will eat all kinds of interesting animals simply because as a, as a society, they have the like, you know, the, the percentage of people that can afford that has gone up and up right. and up. And so they're they're very into it. And I think America did the same thing when we were like, oh, my God, we have all this this farm surplus and subsidies and, and we've learned how to mega farm cows like, right. holy shit, we have so much beef, but, we've got to use but this. that's when
1: Oprah decided to come in and say, hold on a
0: second, mad
1: cow disease.
0: And that, so that threw everybody out. Was that? Are you saying that was an Oprah hoax? Uh, I'm not saying because it's a it because it was very real. It was Prons- very real. No, no, Prons- no. Jacobs' disease yeah. is a very severe, but, severe. But sh- I feel like she
1: was the one who like brought it to the forefront of being a
0: thing. I remember seeing it on the news. Okay. Like... And not to say that Oprah's not the news, but she had a daily talk show, right? Uh, very editorial. I, I,
1: there's a part of me that feels like if we Wikipedia'd it, mm. we would find on the Wikipedia page of Mad Cow disease that Oprah that talked Oprah about it. talked.
0: That's about a great it. point, and maybe maybe so. For for me, when it comes to grilling, because uh, I haven't always been vegetarian, right? And I, I burgers were one of the the foods that I always loved, mm. and uh, for a long time was one of the things I missed. And I can say not all veggie burgers uh, are anything no. close to burgers. Some of them are weirdly there's Garden Burgers uh, has a line called Grillers, which I found surprisingly close does that have
1: that like plant that tastes like bacon
0: no that's um are you thinking tempeh that's the one is you can kind of cook like bacon it's it all gets very weird and food just yeah i just, yeah, I most, just heard most of what they're a doing plant
1: that tastes like bacon. oh i see yeah uh
0: i don't think they use that okay uh, because most of the flavor for these comes from well the burger like texture comes from two things one they add some chemicals to keep it from drying out so okay. it stays kind of juicy, juicy on the grill another a visual element is they actually sell these with grill stripes
1: like, already on them? Yep. So you can
0: microwave these. They've already got grill stripes. Yes. So, like, if that was a thing, like, I would put that to you. Uh, they put grill stripes on it already. That's great. It's very strange. Uh, but the last thing is they actually um, have that kind of, like, liquid smoke flavor mm-hmm. cooked in. So, I don't know. It's it's very weird. And obviously, when you get into it, the texture is a little bit different. Right. But it's, it's the closest thing that I've had yeah. since giving up uh, beef to being like, okay, this is what one of those, like... Thin, you know, it's a very particular right. kind of burger patty. Because when you're making your own patties, you know, you put all kinds of interesting stuff oh, yeah. in there. There's people that like them thicker, thinner, how how deeply cooked, uh, and you'll never see that in like a faux meat product. You're right. going to, you're going to get like some level. of of facsimile Uh, but that said there's lots of good protein things to put on there to make like a burger or a fake hot dog Uh, shiitake mushrooms very popular very good Uh, if you're careful with it and it does take work tofu uh, you can make that work as well but it'll also try to stick to the grill and fall in and burn and if you're using one of those electric grills you described ruin the grill if you ask me i i would say that a good griller someone who considers themselves to be a master griller should see making vegetarian substitutes as as a challenge of of their abilities mm. as opposed to like like sort of an affront because right. uh, if you ask me like learning to grill meat well is is fine and right. good, and, and in some ways it's easy mode the The fat that's built into most of those meats is actually going to keep them from sticking. If you've packed your burgers together well, they're not going to try to fall through the grill. Right uh and and some of the uh, vegetarian dishes are a little more complicated they're they're a little more risky
1: yeah i could see that yeah so uh one of the things uh, talking about grills i wanted to to bring up there was uh, at my school when i was little we they always had a carnival and then they started yes. uh creating baskets so that way there was a way to raise money like just mm-hmm. people donated things or oh, like yeah, a movie yeah, basket there was like but there was a grilling basket and uh my family won it, which was wonderful because, nice. like, then we got like this new grill, and it uh, came with a grill. It came with a grill, oh, boy, and it wasn't like a small grill, like you know, yeah. like a tabletop one that was like twenty dollars. Like it was a right. uh, grill. Like we had to get a car to help us take it home. Oh it man! Wonderful. uh but I always remember as soon as like we got a new grill or something, it was always used. Like every meal we had, didn't matter mm-hmm. what kind of food it was, we yeah. found a reason you were on that to grill. grill high. Like, yeah. and it, it's great. But then, like you, like that winter hits, and then you're just like. Oh, there's a grill outside, mm-hmm. and uh, you just get used to doing s- stovetop stuff. So right. using cast iron skillets and and uh, like the copper skillets now that they got.
0: Oh yeah, or, good stuff. Um,
1: and just utilizing
0: that, and
1: it kind of takes away from it, but. Uh, most people use grilling as a way to be social I think it's a very it's a very big social aspect. I agree of... there's
0: not a lot of time when you grill by yourself right now we've done it yeah uh, Amy and I we go through food obsessions and uh like once it was risotto that was a wonderful and terrible time in our lives on the uh, grill no oh, uh, that okay. was unrelated but okay. uh we did have a grilling obsession at one point and you would find Amy like turning on the grill to make herself like a veggie meal I have to say turning I, it
1: off. I love loved when we when we got the girl when i was living here Mm -hmm. because it was great to see like amy with her garden and then just out there like reading a book doing work having the girl going like it was wonderful
0: it's a good excuse to be outside Yeah. yeah
1: it's like most of the time when you think about being outside you're there's some work to be done right but like turning a grill on and then just letting it heat up and then throwing the meat on and then just like cracking open a cold one or just like reading a book it just seems like such a magical thing and
0: uh i like that it gives you the excuse to do an activity right you've got actually very few moments that you need to spend doing the work right yeah and i we haven't talked about uh this too much on the show but uh in a big way, the kitchen is like the makerspace of the house. This is something huh, that, this, yeah. is, this is an idea I'm stealing from Amy. Okay This is the one makerspace that everyone has, and uh to have the grill is to have your outdoor workshop
1: i think I think everyone wants to be a good cook. Like, everybody wants to have some sort of mm-hmm. signature meal. I would say can,
0: m- many people want that. I can think of several people that do have no interest.
1: But I, I also feel like it is a thing that needs to happen to survive. Like, you have to be able oh, to, sure. to cook. Not to say that you couldn't survive off of just boxes of cereal.
0: Right. But Or I, to go down that road. I mean, there's there's the guy that owns Soylent, right? Oh, yeah. Which is, he doesn't b- believe in food, food. Yeah. <laughs> it takes all kinds, but I would say, I would, I agree with you on the whole. Uh, it's considered a, a survival skill, right? Like it's considered, considered a social skill. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think, I think everybody, okay. I shouldn't say everybody. I shouldn't be generalizing this.
0: Everybody that you care about. Uh, I think, <laughs> I, I
1: would say that a majority of people yeah. look at television shows like the Food Network, mm-hmm. like Hell's Kitchen or Master Chef right. or, or now on Netflix and also PBS, the great British baking show. Sure. You see these things and you're like, My God, I wish I could do that. Right. Because it's it's such a when you're not in a competition, such a <laughs> soothing thing. Yeah. You know, and then you get to like And empowering. Right, empowering say, and then also yeah. rewarding because if you do it right, you got num Nums. You get to eat like, good food, that's great. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think that goes into the success of services like Blue Apron, right? Yeah. This thing comes to your house and it solves the the part of shopping that's considered boring, even though it is very possible to screw up getting ingredients. Uh, It's the part that's like fraught with unseen peril Mm because it's like, whoops, I just bought this crappy thing and and now like my food sucks or like I feel like I can't do it. Right. But the cooking part is the performative part. And Mm -hmm. that's like both the fun and the part where you get to show some skill and learn something new. As opposed to like everyone thinks they know how to shop, right? Right, and that's like the boring thing. So they cut that out, and then you just get to do the the part where you burn things. Uh, good discussion.
1: Yeah, it was great. But I think it's time for everyone's favorite game: rules
0: of, game? of engagement. Yes. No. 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 Uh, so in this game, uh, or at least how how it normally goes, right. someday we'll be challenging this. Uh, we do three rounds: an easy, a medium, and a hard of trying to both uh, to meet and and uh, accommodate a norm and something right. outside of it to to sort of straddle, if you Correct. if you will.
1: So what we're going to do is we have taken the idea of a party that would be taking place where there is grilling involved, but there mm. will be. Uh, Meat eaters that would it, normally feel like that's what should be at a grilling party, yeah. and then vegetarians. Uh, we're going to go vegetarians because uh, vegans take a lot off the table, and I feel like if we're going to,
0: I'll take that as a challenge. You want to do vegan? I, well, I'll I'll bring the vegan answer when possible. Okay, yeah, All right. or the vegan option. So, a little asterisks, Yeah.
1: So uh, with these three lo- these three levels that we're going to do. It is going to be the uh, condiments that are allowed to be brought into the meal, then mm-hmm. to the second level, which would be the side dishes uh which when it comes to a meat eater versus a vegan, that's sort of where we get the uh, a good bit of fighting mm-hmm. uh, and then we get to the final round, which will be the main course okay which we will we might see some uh some some punches thrown just a. Uh, verbal not physical yeah i don't want to th- i don't want to hit you thanks but let's get That's started norm let's not violate yeah, it. with uh condiments so uh if we're looking at this as a uh a vegetarian style there's pretty much everything that we can have on the table yep. so we have mayonnaise we can have uh well
0: mayonnaise is kind of off the table if we're talking vegan it's uh right it's, if we're talking yeah, vegan it's made from whipped eggs right
1: but if we're talking vegetarian
0: and you know i w- even uh even even if we were talking meat eaters, I'll be honest, if I was planning a cookout, mayonnaise would not be at the top of my list. It so would be if the there, third condiment. If there
1: are burgers, mm-hmm. like people love mayo on their burgers.
0: But you know what? More people want that ketchup and mustard. I, I, In my experience. I
1: believe in a trivia question that I was given recently, mm-hmm. uh, mayo was the number one condiment in the United States.
0: It's... Uh... I could be wrong. Well, but the, I don't mustard. think that was specific to cookouts. That's true. Yeah, and but, and uh, I don't know. Like, I would be willing to deep dive into that. But okay. if if it was uh, if this was my cookout, the first two things I would buy off the shelf would be a ketchup and a mustard. Okay, and then I would and, and I and if I had to stop, I would be happy. If somebody says mayo, I'd be like, I would give them a look and shake my head. And I would, they would go, say,
1: okay, I would go relish. Because you have really? that, like, pickle, the the pickle feel without actually having the pickles.
0: And see, I feel like you're stepping into a minefield by okay. getting a relish. Because what kind of relish did you get? Deli style. Deli style? So yep. dill? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So you made the right choice. I know. Uh, but I would say you did not make the most popular choice. Because most people, when they think of relish, or, or when you order relish or have relish, you get sweet relish. Right, right. Uh, which is a no go for me. I okay. mean, you m- you might as well have sauerkraut. Sauerkraut would be now. Better. See, I'm
1: good with sauerkraut. Yeah,
0: and that would be better than a sweet yeah. relish to me. But I, again, like in just in and just in my experience, that's all I can yeah. speak from. Uh, that wouldn't appear at a cookout. Yeah, we'll 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 talk about
1: that for our opening day, uh, right? Podcast. because yeah. that that's the norm for me. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: um, I don't know if we'll get there that because the norm is that sports are a thing we should care about. Yeah, but we can fight that. It's yeah, I'm day. looking forward to that episode yeah. very much.
1: Uh, yeah, so I guess having the conversation now, we have four condiments that are the normal four, top four when mm-hmm. it comes to condiments. We have relish, we have yeah. ketchup, mustard, and mayonnaise. Let's just say we can take two. I think we both agree it would be ketchup and mustard.
0: I, I would. That's where I would go. Yeah. All right, so that's
1: good. So this cookout would have ketchup and mustard yeah. guaranteed.
0: Which, which means uh, we're going to have to work hard on the next things because ketchup and mustard don't bring anything on their own. Right, they, but...
1: But, and this is where I'm going to get with you is now we move up to level two where yeah. we're talking about side dishes. Right. We can put mayonnaise in certain things. Mm. And so we can cook with the
0: mayonnaise and then have that. Oh, okay, yeah. So you you gave some ground in order to try I gave and some take ground. it back yes. later? So, mm.
1: so imagining that, like, let's say we had potato salad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could whip that up with some mustard and some uh, mayonnaise and then just put that on
0: my burger. <laughs> you certainly could do that. Yep, could easily do that. Uh you know, I'm going to go with a slightly different side dish, okay? Uh, because potato salad is disgusting. Uh, and This is again just in my personal experience. Now, is that
1: is that because of the mayonnaise in it, or is that because
0: uh, it's because of what happens to mayonnaise and because of what I would say typically happens at cookouts, which is that food it sits, sits out for a while. It yeah. sits out, and that and the mayonnaise is what kills that. Like right. it, it just it, it becomes rancid. Right. Uh, so. This is actually where I would reach for some kind of a slaw, typically. Yep. But I have to say, honestly, if this was me planning this party, I would want a side dish that's more of a finger food, that's a snack food. Okay. Uh, So I would probably go with uh, potato chips or corn chips, depending on what like some kind of chip dip combo.
1: what's, What's funny is I would never consider potato chips a side dish.
0: Interesting. Yeah. What are they? Um.
1: That's a great question. (laughs) <laughs> uh what would i consider potato chips maybe condiment okay and i i think we have to thank bobby flay for that because he adds, i'm not thanking
0: bobby flay for anything on this show that's fine and that's a norm i will not uh, violate
1: and i we can mention bobby flay for putting potato chips on his burgers look like everyone's
0: put potato chips on their sandwiches their burgers it's not it and did not take going, bobby flay and now i'm going to, to say is that.
1: there it goes condiment
0: it's not a condiment any i feel like okay. it's a snack
1: I don't consider side
0: dishes snacks. Anything you put on top of a burger becomes a condiment. Is that that was the metric by which you were using? Onion
1: rings, bacon, for sure. Condiment.
0: No. Do you ever eat bacon by itself? Yes. Do you ever eat mustard by itself? So you agree that there's a fundamental difference between those two things. Yeah. I don't think that putting it on a burger makes it a condiment.
1: I don't know why I wouldn't consider them a side dish. I would consider them a snack.
0: Would you consider a burger a main part of a meal? Yes. Would you consider something that's not a main part of a meal to be a dish that is on the side from the main part of the (laughs) meal? (laughs) I guess guess if we're breaking
1: it down, uh, you know, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I get where you're coming I, I don't from. Know. I, I guess, but I, and then I, I guess if I start looking back at parties, like, mm-hmm. okay, I would argue anything in a bowl. But where would you put chips and pretzels in, in a, a bowl? bowl. <laughs> so, um, no. Yeah. Okay. Potato chips is a side dish. Okay. I mean,
0: if, if I'm also happy if you uh, if you want to throw a flag on that one, I don't want um, to
1: because at this point, like, we've talked it out, okay. and now I'm like, no, no, no. That's a side dish. So whenever somebody tells me you can bring a side dish, I'm just bringing a bag of
0: chips. Oh, you're so welcome, Jonathan. That's all I ever do. I, actually, yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you just brought chips and chips right. to our last
1: brunch. Um, all right. So, so Should we get to
0: the main event?
1: So well, so let's just consider recap, we're yeah. going to do uh, potato chips, and I'll go with slaw. I can do. I love a okay. good
0: slaw. Sure.
1: Um, that way we get the potatoes out of the way. But I also get the potatoes with the chips. Absolutely. Uh, can we make our own potato chips?
0: Oh, boy. Um, that's a lot of upfront prep work. So if it I was mean, me, I would buy it. But I would never be mad at somebody for making Okay, own chips. So if yeah. I made my own chips, I'd be OK. Uh, those would be amazing. OK, I'm going to yeah. do that. Homemade chips are the best. They're just, it's like that grill. You've right. got to unbox it. You've got to make it happen.
1: So now we get to, which is definitely the fundamental mm-hmm. blockade when it comes to yeah. vegan, vegetarian, meat-eater competitions is is the main main... course. And so, like, for me, uh, sometimes I like a good jerk chicken. Sure. You know, like grilling a a good breast of chicken on the Mm -hmm. grill, it's like, mm mm-hmm like this is perfect.
0: Now I'm going to I'm going to say we're building we're building a meal, right? Right. So you've you've already given yourself the challenge of these are the sides we have, these are the condiments we have. So, I look so at, would you still choose jerk so chicken? So if I
1: looked at jerk chicken as the main meal, mm-hmm. um the ketchup and mustard would not go with it. Yeah, they're not like 110% yep. it wouldn't. Um but maybe we go back to level 1 and think of barbecue sauce maybe?
0: Right. So here's the interesting thing about starting where we started is, is now we're in a corner, right? Right. So there, there are plenty of vegetarian options, uh, for main dishes that I would also say are completely off the table because they don't fit the sort of aesthetic we've created. Right. So this this like very, this is now to me a very casual, like friends coming over on an afternoon. We haven't spent a lot of time planning this. There was no RSVP.
1: Do we look at hot dog? Uh, I say yes. And like, we look at veggie dogs Mm -hmm. and we look at hot dogs. Uh, we separate the grill, if you will. Yeah. Um, one side one for side, one, one side, side for the, for the other. other. It's usually good enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then maybe even setting up a a blockade with a aluminum foil.
0: Some some sort of wall in the middle? Yeah, because... I, I would normally solve that by uh, just putting one person on grill duty. Okay. And saying, like, you're the grill master. Because you also have, have to remember, this, like, this that.
1: if you had a vegan with you, you have to use different tools, too. So you can't have the same tongs yeah. that you're using to flip the... Um oh side note, how amazing would it be if a girl came with rollers for hot dogs?
0: <laughs> oh, someone must have made that. Has to be. <laughs> but like that would be amazing. That would be very good. Um oh, you just give it a little just crank. A little,
1: give crank it, give it a little crank crank. Actually you, you you just turn it real fast so it's like a jack in the box oh, and like, you let wait. it go. Oh I like, see. It just yeah. rolls and then you come back. It, so it also it's powers like, a music box. Yes. So when the music stops, you know your food's ready. You, oh my goodness. <laughs> give it five cranks and once the music's done. Open up. Right. You might be surprised. Do you? That's
0: not what you want the marketing to say. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like it might be a great idea. <laughs> I like it either way. Uh, yeah, I would say hot dogs are the easy mode for right. this because there's because uh, hot dogs are already a mystery food. Right. They're they're made from leftover parts of, of meats that mm. have not been chosen for their shape or color or or viability in other conditions. And they're sort of ground up into a paste and and put in a, a sock so uh I, and the same thing with the veggie meats is I, except it's some plant proteins and some some extra chemicals i just for thought flavor. of
1: this really funny story um so my sister loves hot dogs mm-hmm. loves them and my i went shopping with my mom and my dad once yeah it was just me and my mom and my dad and we're going to the you know grocery store looking through and i was like oh sarah wants hot dogs and so my mom throws in SK's turkey dogs.
0: Mm, yes, and I go,
1: no, she wants the beef. And my mom looks at me and goes, "Never tell your sister." <laughs> and like, I guess my mom had so, been hello feeding Sarah, her. Yeah, had been feeding her turkey hot dogs for the longest time because going to say how long do you think yeah, that had been going? I on? have no idea. But like. I
0: guess it was, and she's never seen the package. I
1: know because what happens is like when we were little, my mom would open them, cook them, and then oh, throw sure. them in. Like yeah. when you're a child, I yeah, don't like you a to plat, like a, a Ziploc baggie. So right. like at that point, you would never. But to to know that my sister was eating turkey dogs and just loving them, yeah. like they, and then I I always go back to like people going, oh yeah, turkey bacon's better, and you look at it, it's like the sodium intake on turkey bacon <laughs> is like 300 grams more than just regular bacon. Right. No wonder it's better. Right. No wonder it's better. <laughs> it's just killing you slowly or, right um but yeah no it's uh it was really funny because it's like yeah what meats are going in it and like thank god for SK because they mm-hmm. they have their packaging but they also have their just regular packaging that has no thing so it's like i'll be frank's turkey dogs SK, and oh. then you're just like wait wait What's in the
0: SK? Right. Those are the hot dogs you got to watch out for. Now that we've set these next to each other, I notice an omission. I I notice
1: an omission. Those all beef franks has the Oriole bird. He looks really happy. This one just says SK hot dogs.
0: Hmm. If the Oriole bird were to eat these, what (laughs) What would would his expression be? What would his
1: expression be? (laughs) Thank God for SK hot dogs.
0: Um but yeah, so I think that's a
1: pretty good meal. So we have
0: That's an easy mode. And, yeah. and you know, we could throw in because uh, hot dogs hamburgers to me, those are they're right next to each other right. in the store. Uh veggie veggie versions as well. Um so so I would make a challenge. Let's okay. let's say that's in there, a given. Let's let's throw in one more thing. What would your one more thing be for uh and maybe it's something you throw on a bottom, uh, maybe it's not.
1: I'm going to go on the idea of the jerk chicken, mm-hmm. but I'm going to make it pineapple. Oh, nice. I hate pineapple. Okay. But grilled pineapple with seasoning yeah. is some of the best foods I've ever eaten.
0: I like it. You know what? Maybe we'll stop there. I was yeah. I was thinking like what am I going to add in? Uh probably portobellos, which is pretty pretty yeah. boring, but you can season those. Right. Uh they suck up a lot of uh juices, so you can marinate them like a like a burger yeah. and that's Pretty good, Uh, but I like pineapple. I think that's a good wild horse. We'll have that. It has
1: to be fresh. No, that
0: can't. Oh yeah, I mean hell. If you if you want it really good, you make it fresh. You uh, hit it a little bit of sugar so it caramelizes as it grills. Yes, now we're talking.
1: All right, well, there's our meal.
0: There it is. Well, I'm hungry, everybody. Uh, So maybe that'll get me to go unwrap the grill and fire it up for this season. Um, Thank you all so much for listening and uh, hit us up. Tell us, yeah. What, what are your grilling options? And Hey, what norms have we assumed today that we missed? What are the things that, uh, that you think we're crazy for thinking is normal or that everybody does? Uh, you can tell us online. We've, uh, got a website at we have to com, or you can talk to us on Facebook or Twitter at we have to ask. And, uh, we love hearing from you. We want to know, like, what did we fuck up? We, we actually didn't have a corrections corner this week. No, uh,
1: I do want to kind of quickly. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, to in fact on the mad cow disease wiki page
0: Mm. there is no mention of oprah oh okay well there you go thank you for that Jonathan. yeah there's your correction i know a lot of (laughs) yeah
1: people would have definitely looked that up i'll save you the time it's not on there
0: yeah well and we'll know who listened to the end of the episode Yeah, sure true. (laughs) great thanks folks so much for listening uh this has been another episode of why is that the norm i'm marty and
1: i'm jonathan as always it's where everybody knows your name norm This is another episode of Why Is That the Norm? We'd like to thank our producers, Amy and Be Lobsters, and thanks to Skies and Chaos for the use of our theme song, New Day. Check them out on iTunes, and while you're there, check us out as well. If you're already a subscriber, give us a rating and a review. It really helps. Join the discussion online at wehavetoask.com or on Twitter or Facebook at We have to Ask. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts from the Peaksloft Network at peaksloft.com.
0: I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio, a weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network.